Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. What's up, everybody? We've got another awesome interview for you today. It's going to go in a little bit different direction, but I can guarantee you you're going to love it. This is for all you Pinterest lovers out there, or those of you who think Pinterest is not applicable to your business or is something you can use. I don't want to give away the interview in the intro here, but I've got Cynthia Sanchez from OhsoPinteresting.com on the interview today. And not only is she just absolutely one of the nicest, kindest I felt like I knew her forever after we talked for like 10 minutes, but talk about a wealth of knowledge and her story and her journey into this business is fascinating. And so anyone who's got an online business and you're not sure if you can take that leap, she took a leap, left a full-time nursing career to go full-time with this and just kept going organically. It's an inspiring story, but you're going to learn a ton. So if you're not sure how to use Pinterest for your business or the value in that, I can guarantee you're going to be convinced otherwise. If you're interested in what Cynthia does, you can go to the wpchick.com forward slash Cynthia and get more info. Enjoy the interview. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick podcast. I'm Kim Doyle, your host, aka the WordPress Chick. Got another awesome interview, and I'm really excited about this guest today because of my addiction to Pinterest. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to go into too much of that. But today we have Cynthia Sanchez from Oh So Pinteresting on the show. And I'm really excited. I had tried to connect with Cynthia last year and then life gets squirrely. And I'm just like, we have to do this interview. I need to get her on the show. So here we are today. So Cynthia, thank you very much for being here today. Kim, thank you so much. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I've been looking forward to talking with you. Thank you. And I'm just excited for my audience to know the value and benefits that that Pinterest is to use for business. So we'll get into that in a minute. But um, we're going to go ahead and jump in. So, you know, many of the guests that I've had on the show have had previous experience in marketing or tech coming right into what they're doing. And your pre online background is a little bit different. (laughs) Just a little bit, (laughs) just a little bit. And I love it because one, the time frame in which things moved for you, you made a huge decision. Um, So can you share with us what you were doing prior to the launch of Oh So Pinteresting and and how you made that transition? Sure. Uh, Prior to, to starting this online business, I was a radiation oncology nurse. So I took care of cancer patients and their families. Um, and you know, when they needed radiation therapy, um, and I had been doing that for a few years and and was having a good time. And then one day I just jumped on iTunes and decided to, to explore the podcasts categories, um, a little bit more than I had my husband and my entire family. And I listen to podcasts all the time because it was the one thing I could get all four of my kids to agree on, you know, (laughs) they would fight over songs, but they loved the stories that we would come across in podcasts. So um, it's like, well, let's let's check out and see what else is on there. Let's see. Let's find some new shows. And somehow I made my way into the business section, which, you know, really isn't me at all or wasn't me at all um, and saw a a podcast and and gave it a listen. It was about building an online business. And it's like, what? You can have a business online. No, you need like millions of dollars in a storefront and all this business smarts and all those kinds of things. That's not me. So it's like, well, and I listened to every single episode of the show and um, with Within a month, I had my first WordPress website blog up. Um, oh my God. Do you want to share what show you were listening to? If they helped you, they might help other people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure everybody's heard of it. It's Pat Flynn's show, uh, Smart Passive Income. Oh my God. I adore him. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everybody knows Pat. Um, and yeah, he's, I mean, his show changed my life. Um, it completely changed my life. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, at that time, my kids were just starting college and I have two more right behind them. It's like, you know, some passive income would be really cool right now. You know, tuition's kind of pricey. Um, so it's like, well, I don't know. And I thought it would be something in the oncology field, something in the nursing field that I would con- continue on, but turn into like a side online business to continue with my career. Uh, but I didn't know exactly how to make that work with, you know, the legal kind of liability that I would have and, you know, still the 
technical side of things. Um, you know, so it's like, well, I should start something for fun, just kind of get the basics down of how to have a blog, how to, you know, upload images and, and write content, all that stuff that you need to know. Um, it's like, well, let's start something for fun. And at that time, Pinterest had taken over my world. Um, my mom sent me invitation after invitation to join Pinterest because this was back in 2011. Um, and it's like, mom, I don't have time. I'm working, got the kids, you know, just, yeah. I can't go I, look at pictures. <laughs> yeah. Who's got time for that? I, it must be nice to be retired, mom. Uh, you know, and I got to work still. So, um, you know, one Saturday, I just kind of it's like, okay, let's see what all this fuss mom's making. And oh, my gosh, you know, you, they, they say you should listen to your mother. And why haven't I learned that yet? You know, <laughs> even uh, as a mother, right? <laughs> even as a mother, you know, I'm still being the, you know, rebellious child. Um, but I did get on and it just it changed so much for me. Um, you know, I my husband and I are geeky, nerdy people. Um, you know, the first time we could get into a chat room on the web, you know, way back when, in, you know, the early mid 90s, we were there, you know, computers, you know, we didn't have food in college, but we had a computer. We had internet <laughs> service, you know. Uh, share that too. I, I mean, yeah. it's a great passion to have that together. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, so we've been online, online, and we're very comfortable, you know, with the internet and tools and platforms and all that kind of stuff. Um, but nothing had impacted me the way that Pinterest had. I was discovering new things. I was trying new things. I was eating new things. I was buying new things. My husband had a honey to-do list that was longer than he ever dreamed was possible. Go see this custom table for the backyard. Go at it. Go make exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. The planner, go do it. Yeah. Go to Lowe's. I'll see you in a while. You know, just get it done. Uh, but he, you know, so it changed a lot of things. It changed the way we ate. You know, I mean, I stopped going through the drive-thru as much because I found ideas for things to cook quickly and easily that were more healthy. And, you know, so it, it had a big impact. So I decided, well, this first for fun blog will be about Pinterest uh, and what I'm trying and what I'm doing. And I kind of wanted to take a little bit of a, a motivational kind of spin to it because I saw people pinning a lot of things, but not doing a lot of things. Um, you know, my mom loved Pinterest and she is Pinterest, but she pinned thousands upon thousands of things it's like, well, mom, have you tried that? Do you want to do that? Let's let's make that together. Oh, I don't know. So the tagline for my um I started to to write about the things that I was doing and did it work out well? Did it not work out? What did I learn from it? You know, and, and you know, experimenting and trying new stuff, I think, is, you know, what makes and keeps life interesting. Um, and then, of course, with the kids and the job and, you know, trying to figure all this out, like, what the heck is a widget? What is a plug-in? You know, they were, it was like learning a foreign language, you know, within a week. It, like, what? Why isn't it just not drag and drop? Come on. Can you share um, your, your tagline again? It just it cut out a little bit. So I just want to make sure everybody heard that. Sure. It's don't just pin it do it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, once I got my feet wet in WordPress and figured it out, you know, as much as I could. And of course, this was just experiment for fun. So I wasn't going to invest a lot of money to try to get somebody to do it for me. I'm very stubborn and cheap, you know, especially <laughs> then <laughs> you got four kids, you know, kids in college. Um, well, yeah, and if you're doing something as a hobby, I, I, yeah. I just wanted to point out, I think that's fantastic because so many people start this and think, all right, I got to make money next month. And, and you took the interest and in, in the direction from Pat Flynn and said, let's step into this and, and kind of organically see where it takes me. Exactly, exactly. And this was the one just for fun. So I knew, you know, well, yeah, once I have something with the nursing or oncology side, I'll invest in, you know, website designer and, you know, somebody to help me do this, you know, professionally, but this is the fun one, let's figure this out. Um, and it, I always feel that it's good to have an understanding of the tools that you're working with, or, you know, around you. I mean, I didn't know everything how to use everything at the time that I was in the operating room, you know, all the machines and stuff, but I had a basic knowledge of, you know, what was going on or at least what they were, you know. Um, so I kind of kept that approach and um, got my, you know, found a, a, the easiest theme that was the least expensive that I could find um, at that time and got that going and, you know, made the site look decent. But, you know, I'm not a graphic designer. Um, so I did hire out to have my logo designed. Which is awesome. Love it. Very I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was the first investment I made into that and figured, okay, that's a hobby. You know, my husband does his hobbies. I can have my hobbies. You know, I could spend a few hundred bucks here and there. Totally. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, we continued with the site and um, I found how busy and how much time it took to keep it because, you know, back then Pat was recommending and everything that I was reading, you should publish at least three times a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that was a goal I set for myself too. Um, you know, keep that, you know, the more content you have, the more consistent you are, the better it is. 
but I didn't realize and I gained a whole sense of awe for these bloggers that I came across online that got me hooked onto Pinterest of how much time it takes to create the recipe or the project or whatever it is, take the pictures, edit the pictures, write the post, upload the post and, you know, do all the editing, then all the social media stuff and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's like, whoa, this takes so much time. So um, I scaled back and started interviewing people and what they were doing on Pinterest. So I didn't have to take the pictures. They took them, you know, and I was featuring their blogs and it helped me make connections online with other people um, because at that time, nobody I knew what a blog was, much less have spell blog, you know, that they just were weird that way. You know, my, my friends didn't know what they were, you know, anything about that. My friends still barely know what I do six years yeah. later. So it's all good. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. Oh we God. find each other. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, how's business? Good. Good. <laughs> that's, about yep. that's about it. Yep. Same for me now. Um, so I did that for a few months and decided to go to a blogging conference. Um, and it happened to be one Pat Flynn was speaking at and, you know, other people are big in the industry. And um, it was the time of my mine and my husband's 20th wedding anniversary. Um, so we spent our 20th wedding anniversary at Blog World in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How romantic. I told you we were nerds. But we he's still a supporter. Are. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was he was so supportive. And, and you know, he, he there's some blogs and podcasts that he's been following for years. So um, he kind of got to meet some of his, you know, celebrity idols, you know, too. So it was good. Um, but I made business, business cards just to kind of help me see if I could get a couple more readers, you know, because at that point I maybe had, you know, five readers a week, you know. Yeah. Um, it was it, it took some time. And um, so I made business cards for that. And then after I came back home, I wrote a blog post about how I used Pinterest to get a haircut. I, you know, pinned some images of some hairstyles, took my phone into the salon, showed the stylist what I wanted, and I wrote about it. And I asked the salon owner, which I've known for a couple of years, you know, hey, you have a little thing over here with some local businesses cards. Can I put mine? You know, maybe some people will read it, you know. Um, about two weeks later, a local business owner called me and said, hey, we see, you know, Pinterest. We like what you do. Can we hire you? What? Uh, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was like, uh, let's talk. Let's see what you want. Um, so I had to meet with him after work one day. And I said, you know, this, I'm a nurse. This isn't what I do. I've done this for myself. And I can show you what I've done for myself and what I think in my philosophy on, you know, all of this. Um, but this isn't what I do professionally. He's like, well, at that point, they were, they, it was a husband and wife team and they were leaving their full time jobs to start their own business. It's like, well, this isn't what we do, but we're trying it out. So let's try it all out together. Okay. Well, that's great. And I think that honesty probably made him, you know, it endeared you that transparency, which we talk about online a lot is probably a great connection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were both giving it a shot. You know, I had no I wasn't prepared at all. I didn't have contracts ready. I didn't know what how much to charge. I didn't, you know, anything. Um, you know, so I found as much information as I could online um, courses and articles and everything I could possibly absorb as to how to use social media marketing for a business. Um, you know, read, read, you know, books and, um, you know, about blogging professionally, all sorts of different things just to try to make sure that I was, you know, giving them what they were paying me for, you know, I wanted to do a good job. I'm, I've never been, you know, a person to kind of do things half-assed, you know, hope I can say that. Oh yeah. It's uh, all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so I just, I just, you know, I, I dove right in and, and that's kind of how it started. And then I got another client and then, you know, I, I, the shift happened with a blog where it went from things I was trying and projects I was doing to how to use Pinterest for a business. Um, so I was sharing, you know, the things that I was discovering about it and tactics and strategies and features. And, and that's kind of how it became oh so Pinteresting in me as, as a Pinterest person. God, that's a great story. Um, you know, but making the decision. So you have since left nursing. Yes. So making that decision to leave a full time nursing job and, you know, and that's a that's a not I'm not negating any other jobs, but that's a great job. And there's a lot of schooling required to do that. So yes, you know, that that must have been scary. Can you share with us a little bit about what went into making that decision? You know, the fear, the excitement, you know, all of it. Um, it was intensely scary. Um, I uh, my the clinic that I was working at was going a little bit through a state of transition. Um, and the doctor that I had worked with for for a long time, he was about to retire. So I was going to, you know, the doctors and nurses are kind of like husbands and wives or, you know, whatever, you know, I mean, if it's a female doctor, or whatever, you have that kind of relationship there where you, you have to train your doctor to your ways, you know, kind of. Uh, <laughs> this is how we do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now we got it. You know, you have to have that working relationship there and you spend so much time together. And, in, and the, uh, where I was working, it was very close. We did have to rely on each other a lot, you know, to get the patient care taken care of. 
Um, it's like, well, here comes a new doctor. They're changing the way they're doing stuff with the company. Do I want to stay? Do I want to continue to work here? My kid's schedule was changing. And it was um, uh, at that point, it was, you know, kind of a nine to five every day of the week job. And, you know, I'd worked at other jobs in the past where it was, you know, three 12 hour shifts, you know, so it was three days a week that I worked still full time pay, but it was three days a week. It's like, maybe I need to go back to that to be a little bit more flexible for the family. Um, it was it was getting to be really difficult. And, and things were going on with the kids where they needed me a little bit more, even though they were older, they needed me here and there and taking me here and there and all that kind of stuff. Uh, my son has asthma. And, you know, there would be times where he would be down for a week, you know, just just getting over this, you know, his bad asthma, you know, and I, I it was always difficult for me to have to ask for permission to go take care of my family. Um, cause in times like that, it meant my job was coming first and not my family. And that just was so hard for me. Yeah. It's a little bit backwards in this country, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, at the clinic I worked with at, I was the only radiation oncology nurse. Um, so when I didn't show up, then that meant my patients weren't getting the care that they needed. And I had to rely on, you know, the other staff to kind of fill in for me what they can and things had to wait. And, you know, so it was, it was kind of a tough position to be in sometimes. That's a lot of pressure. I mean, radiation is something that needs to happen. Yeah. It's not like someone going, I, I don't know, teeth cleaning, not that that's not important either, but it can be rescheduled, you know, this, yes. this, this that's a big responsibility. It was, it was. And, and I didn't want to disappoint anybody. You know, I didn't want to not fulfill my responsibilities on any end. You know, I wanted, you know, us as, you know, moms and women, we got to, we got to take care of everybody, you know. Um, so it was a little bit tough. So there was that going on. And, you know, I had the, you know, the business was kind of starting to develop into his own thing. It's like, well, this is what's happened when I can put this much time into it. What could happen if I put more time into it? Um, and things were definitely growing. Um, and at that point, you know, income was nowhere near it's, it's still struggling to get back to what I was making before. Um, but at that time, it was nowhere near what I was making. Um, but things had changed with my husband's job. He had gotten a nice promotion. So, you know, it's like, well, if you quit now, maybe we can give this a try for six months. And if it doesn't work out, then, you know, I go back to work. It's a perk of being a nurse. You can kind of just jump right back in. And it, there's a lot, nurses are always needed, it seems. Yeah, yeah. I may not have gotten, you know, back into the same place I was working or maybe even the same field, but I could always get a little bit more training and go and do something different. Um, so I did have that safety net if I needed it. Um, and then, um, you know, so we gave it a shot and it was, it was, it was a challenge. It was very scary. I still am paying my nursing school student learns, loans because I went to nursing school after my kids were born after, you know, and, and went to school part time, you know, with them and, you know, around, you know, in school and stuff. So, um, you know, I still have nursing school student loans and it, it's it, every now and then I still, you know, am, am seeing, you know, the, the balance on my loans and like, oh, geez, you know, and I'm not <laughs> even doing that anymore. I'm such a flake. Uh, but, uh, you know, no, I, I feel that this is, has been the best decision that I have made for myself. Um, yeah, it's been it's been great. It was it was definitely very scary at the time. And there are still moments that come up like forget it. This is I'm just going to go back. It would be easier to punch the clock, but definitely nowhere near as fulfilling. Yeah, I, you know, even six years later, I still have those moments like, all right, well, maybe, you know, and, and I think with technology, and as things grow and evolve, you know, there's your business is constantly going to be growing and evolving. There's there's no way that anybody with an online business, regardless of what market or niche, you know, there's a lot of change happening. And as you grow, like, I'm constantly going, well, I'm going to shift my model to this. And it, it's always scary. It's, you know, so I think it's just taking that leap. At some point, you just have to do it. Exactly. Yeah, just just start just start somewhere um, and get something done. I, it was the best thing that I could have ever done to listen to that podcast and, and get a WordPress site, you know, I mean, change my world. Can you can you share a little the time frame of this? Because it sounds it, it really has actually been sort of a small window that from the time you started to where you're at now, right? It has it has. Um, I left my job. Well, I started the blog January 2012. Um, left my job that September, um, which was Labor Day. I didn't even stick around for the paid holiday, which I guess I should have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, left my job then. And, you know, so I've been not working as a nurse for over a year now. Um, but in that time, um, you know, I had the blog and then the following January, I started my podcast and that's when things really changed. Um, you know, the podcast, just like the blog was a little slow to grow. Um, but then people started hearing my voice and, you know, I started getting asked to speak at 
different events. Um, I started here locally in Dallas. Um, you know, I've been going to a meetup and that was one of the ways I learned about using social media marketing for business was, you know, local meetup groups that were about, you know, social media marketing. And, um, one of the, um, organizers, you know, I become friends with, he's like, Hey, do you want to speak about Pinterest? It's like, sure, that'd be great. You know, and I was so nervous because I never spoken or presented about Pinterest. So of course I had spoken in front of patients all the times and committee meetings and, you know, things like that but never about this. And, uh, he, they, there was a late start and I could feel myself, the butterflies coming up and feeling, getting flushed and warm. Like, okay, I'm going to faint. <laughs> this can't happen. So, okay, just get up and walk around. And I made it through. And by the end of it, I was having so much fun because people were asking me questions and I was able to answer them. And, you know, I was helping them out, was helping their business grow, which was making things possible for them. And that, that I think is really who I am. Um, and, you know, it started off, you know, with nursing and helping people with their health problems. But now I feel that that has really carried over to what I do now in my business, where I help people with their businesses and help them grow with that. I'm, help, I'm still helping them find solutions to their problems. I'm still doing a lot of teaching. And that is what I've always, always enjoyed. Um, you know, seeing that light bulb goes off, go off in somebody's eyes like, yes, that that's like a big win for me. Um, so, the podcast went great, and um, one of the one of my friends that I met here in Dallas at one of the meetups happens to be friends with Michael Stelzner on Facebook, uh, you know, of Social Media Examiner. Yep. And one day he posted, "Hey, does anybody know anybody that knows Pinterest really well, or something like that?" Um, and a few people had mentioned other people that had already been on the show, and my friend Lisa jumps on and says, "Hey, Cynthia, you know, is great at Pinterest or something like that," and she even has a podcast. It was just like two lines is all she wrote. Within 15 minutes, he found me on Twitter and on Facebook and mentioned me and invited me to be on his show. Gotta love it. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. And that is the beginning of just craziness. Um, from then, I was on the show, and that was last June. Um, after that, I got asked to uh, be at New Media Expo. I spoke there, um, which was Blog World, that one conference I spent my 20th anniversary at. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so I went in, in, you know, in a year from, you know, or I guess a year and a half from just attending as, you know, like a deer in the headlights to speaking, you know, so that was amazing. Um, I got to asked to uh, present at Michael Stelzner's online conference and at his physical conference this last April, um, you know, I'm going to be speaking at blog her this year. Um, I'm traveling to Europe uh, to go speak at social media day, Belgium, and they're flying me out to Europe uh, to go speak about Pinterest. So I'm going to be spending a week in Europe. Um, so darn, I feel so bad for myself. What a whirlwind. Yeah. And I'm, I'm in talks with somebody. They're developing a social media conference in South Africa. Uh, so I could be in South Africa this December. Um, wow. and, and big goal is to hit Australia next year. But, you know. Me too. Oh, my gosh. I have <laughs> friends there because of what I do. And I'm like, I yes. have to come over there. And it's going to be a business trip. But it's going to be a long couple of weeks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a huge change. Um, but it's it's been an, an cra a crazy, incredible ride. What I love most about it is simply that you you just you gave it a shot and you stuck with it and you kept putting yourself out there. And I, I, I think, you know, with any online marketing endeavor, it's a crowded space now. It's a crowded space. And so I, I think probably your results are not typical. Um, but the, the thing is, you didn't get out. You didn't start your business thinking, I'm going to make six figures in three months. And you stayed no. open to the possibilities with the intention to continually provide value and, and teach and share, which, which is amazing. I, and personally, I think that's the biggest opportunity online still today, the teaching and sharing part of it. Um, because so many people are looking for, you know, that right person to, to show them how to do something in the everyday users space, which that's what I love. It's like, show me how to do this. Don't give me language. It's going to make my head hurt. Exactly. Exactly. And um, I just, you know, that's the way I try to approach things. And that's the way I had to do things, you know, when I was a nurse. I mean, we have these, you know, highly complicated technical, you know, medical things. Um, but I had to make sure that my patients, no matter what level of education they had, could understand them and I could relate to them. So, you know, and that's what I continue to do. I, I go in and I assess the business. I assess the client, you know, what what their needs are, where they're going, you know, what they where they want to go to and and see if I can help them. You know, I was speaking at an event um, last week and. And this woman came up and she's helping her son with her his dental practice and one, you know, wanted to use Pinterest and, you know, social media and stuff. And um, we started talking. It's like, you're not quite ready yet. You don't need me yet. You, you Your son has a static website. You're not wanting to do content. He does, you know, let me help you find somebody that can help you at this point, And then I'll jump in when you're ready for me. So it isn't just about 
you know, jumping in and getting as many clients and making as much money as possible, as fast as possible. That's never been the goal with this. I mean, of course, money is, is important. Um, you know, I do have kids to send to college and bills to pay and a career I left, but that's not the main drive and the main focus. Right. And I mean, it's a business you need to, you know, I, I just, there, there's this thing about, I don't know, and as a side note with, you know, talking about money and charging and it's just, it's a business and, you know, we don't think twice about, you know, paying the plumber or, you know, paying for services. So, you know, absolutely. Um, and I think that's a huge point to make to everybody else listening is that to really be able to look at a business and say, you need to take care of this first instead of, yep, hire me. Cause not everybody's a good fit. They just aren't. Yeah, they're not. And and I would love to work with she seemed like a very sweet lady. I'd love to work with her later. But she, I know if I if I jumped right in, she would be overwhelmed. And if if she doesn't, you know, receive good service from me, then she's not going to recommend me to anybody else. Um, she would feel that it was a waste of time or, you know, whatever it was. And it's it, it just didn't. And that's not how I, I, you know, it's that whole golden rule thing, you know, treat the people how you'd want to be treated. It's like, that's what I would want somebody to do for me, you know. Um, so it's it's been a process, but it's it's been a lot of fun along the way. So let's shift a little bit now to Pinterest, um, because, you know, first of all, you know, was there at what point did you realize that Pinterest was good for traffic and business? Because I really think that a lot of people still have this uh, perception. And I sort of go through Pinterest waves. Like when I first got on it, I was just I just had a ball with it. And then I started thinking, OK, but and I know I don't use it <laughs> very effectively for business, but I still love it. And you know, I think people assume that, you know, if you're not in food or fashion or travel, you know, this isn't really right for me. So one, can you share, you know, where you saw that shift? And, and what is your response to that with it's not right for my business? Well, I really saw that when I was interviewing bloggers, um, you know, when my blog first started and they were telling me, yeah, well, you know, I'm doing this because of Pinterest, because Pinterest is bringing so much traffic to my site. Like, what do you mean to bring traffic? Well, because of this. And then I kind of started putting all the pieces together and uh, people still categorize Pinterest as a social network, as social media. And it is in a sense, but more and more it's and even the the founders of Pinterest are are building it and growing it to be a search tool. It's a search and discovery tool. So it'd be more along the lines of a Google tool than a Facebook tool type of thing. Um, so it's its intent is to connect you with content online. Um, so that that's kind of I saw I saw that coming and I saw that come. Yep, it's more like Google than it is like Facebook or Twitter, or, you know, anything else out there like that. Um, so that's kind of how that happens. Happened. And as far as the argument is, you know, if you're not into food or fashion or, or travel, um, I kind of like to remind people that when Facebook first started, it was for college students, uh, college students to see who was where and who was on a date or, you know, who was going to be at this party or that party. It was it was for college students. And that's not the case anymore. Um, and the reason we see so many, I guess, female dominated topics like food and fashion weddings and those types of things on Pinterest is because when it first launched, for some reason, even though it was launched by two young guys in, in San Francisco, um, it, the women, the people who adopted it earlier, who became the, the primary user of it were women of the Midwest, moms and, you know, professional women that had problems to solve and, you know, things that they wanted to find answers to online. Um, so there, that's why they make, that's why you see so much of that because they are the biggest demographic right now on it. Um, but I think that's changing. I think it's getting, you know, more of a mixed kind of user base, um, as it, as it exists. And as people are really seeing the potential of all the different ways that it can be used. Yeah. Well, I was just looking at, you know, uh, your latest episode with the guided search. I mean, it's just, I think there's still, and it's great that you're doing the teaching and training and talking about it consistently because I, I really don't think people, I know I, there's a lot that I don't do. And I, I'll, I, again, I'm not consistent with pinning posts and, and podcast episodes, but I was surprised one time I had pinned, I had done this, um, a community resource guide for, for studio press users, meaning just here's all the research here's, and it was free, no opt-in, no nothing. And so I pinned the image and I, then I shared it on Twitter and I had a guy actually say, God, I had never thought about using Pinterest like that. The complete assumption was that it's for women to talk about stuff. That was it. You know, so how do you work with businesses that are, that kind of say, you know, what is your approach to working with the businesses? You know, I want to be on Pinterest. I have no idea how to use it. Point me in the right direction. Well, we, we kind of go back to my nursing skills and it all starts off with that assessment. What What is it that you're trying to accomplish? What is it that you're trying to get? What is your business about? Can we use it in this way or not? Or is there a different way or a better way for you to use it? Um, just because you have a hammer doesn't mean you can only use it to drive in a nail, right? There's a lot of different things you can do with it. 
Um, and, and I see Pinterest as the same thing. So we, we just start talking. It's a, There's a lot of talking to begin with. Um, and then, you know, usually like if I have a private client, you know, we'll, we'll start um, off with a couple of conversations. I'll go and do an assessment of their account if they already have one. If not, kind of develop things for them and, and do lots of keyword research because this goes back to being a tool. It's a search tool. Um, you know, what do you want to be found for? What do you want to do with this? And, you know, is it to bring traffic back? Is it just to drive sales of your products? What is it? So it's a lot of talking and assessing research. Um, and then we come up with a plan. Um, and then, you know, it depends if, if they're going to be doing it or if I'm going to be doing it for them um, or if they have, you know, somebody on their team that's going to be doing it for them. Then we go in either to the training or to the in- implementation of it. Um, and, and that's kind of how it all goes. Well, that's great. I mean, that clarity is is huge, right? Getting clear on where do you want to go? Where's your business at now? I always say that with people with even their sites, it's like, well, what is the goal when somebody comes to your site? What is it you want to happen? And who is your audience? So I would think a lot of that would be relevant with Pinterest. Who are you targeting? Who do you want to be talking to and having those conversations? And that I've always found that that's the work that people don't really want to do. Like, oh, you know, and it's like, you really you have to get clear on where you're going. Yeah. And I try to keep it really, really simple just so we can just like we are is like, let's set up a Skype call and let's just talk. People are usually willing to talk to me and answer questions. But if I ask them to like write out and fill out a worksheet, then that's when I get kind of I don't know, you know. Um, So definitely I I like to keep it as easy as possible and just just talk and make it make it simple, make it fun. And, you know, sometimes we find out, you know, I I just um, Pinterest isn't probably going to be the best fit for you isn't going to be the where you're going to get the most bang for your buck and I see that you're really into this like I have a couple of clients they just they take pictures all the time because um, of, of what they do one is in fashion the other one's like a local gym you know kind of a crossfit gym um, you know so big manly kind of lift as much weight as possible you know kind of thing and they, they take pictures all the time within the gym and it's like you guys would be awesome on Instagram and you know so we talked a little bit about that instead and you know I can give them the basics of Instagram um, you know not as, as detailed or as, as you know as I could with Pinterest um, but we got them going in that direction I think that's going to work out really really well for them because they weren't they weren't into necessarily having blog content or um, using the f- images in the same way it's like but here's how you can do it when you're ready for it you have your plan laid out for you yeah that's great because I think a lot of businesses you know I don't I don't work with local businesses, but I think a lot of, you know, people assume they have to be on everything equally and, and playing around with it. And, you know, the reality is time wise, good luck with that one. But, you know, by by looking at each business and saying, well, you know, for me, I still I get it, most of my traffic is from Facebook, but I do love Pinterest. And I know there's a lot of opportunity there. So um, I, I think that assessment is huge. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, for every business, I I don't want them on every platform, because then how are they doing what they do in their business? You know, (laughs) I mean, uh, you know, if if he's really worried of, you know, did I do my tweets? Did I schedule my Facebook post? Did I pin? Did I do this? Then he's not focusing on, you know, what he's doing. And if he has somebody, you know, working for him, you know, even that a full time person spreading out themselves to create the content and to upload it and to engage in the communities to try to be on each and every single one would be a really, really a full time job. Um, because then it's still the studying and the research and learning how, you know, what's changed with the platform or what you can or can't do or with the text on the pictures on Facebook and, you know, or, or whatever's going on at the time. It's, it's a lot. So, um, you know, just like, you know, in the medical world, we specialize down and we focus, you know, into our different specialty areas. There's people who are generalists, but there's, you know, those that are specialized in that area. I kind of see that with business owners. Either you're a restaurant owner or you're a hairstylist. You're not going to be the restaurant owner that cuts hair. You know, so <laughs> I want you, <laughs> I want you to know what you're doing and I don't want you to be distracted by, you know, trying to be everywhere and, you know, worried so much about social media, pick the couple that work for you that fit well within your schedule. And if Pinterest happens to be one of them, then I'm here for you to help you get through that. Well, and I think what's great too is about that is you, you need to share, you can't just share the same thing on all platforms, right? You need no. to do it in a different manner. And that is something that, so it's like pick where you're getting the best bang for your buck and, and really do that well. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you want to explore, if you haven't tried Pinterest yet and you want to explore it and you think, you know, you, you can kind of give it a shot and you do have, you know, content images that you can share or willing to add that to, I guess, your routine, um, you know, or any other network, you know, it's going to take time. Um, you know, we, we have these, you know, kind of short attention spans it's like, oh, I pinned something on Pinterest and nothing happened and I've only tried it once. Uh, forget it. 
you know, yeah, that's that's not going to happen. I mean, you really got to give it some time. You got to give it some, you know, some work. Just like, you know, if I threw seeds out in the in the yard, I can't expect to get a you know full vegetable garden. It's going to take work. Love it. Nurturing water, all of that stuff. It's consistency. Um, so I know you in, in terms of people, you know, learning uh, Pinterest for business. So first of all, I know you recently launched a workshop, Pinterest for business. So share how did the launch go? And, and can you share the, the course and what's coming or, or when does it open up again? Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, actually, the very first one happened last year. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. No, um, uh, there's a, another online guy that I kind of kind of listen to. And he's kind of just do it. Just get off your butt and do it kind of guy. Uh, his name is Noah Kagan. And he's love oh, him. Absolutely. Yeah, absumo. Yeah. And he's just like, just do it. Don't worry about the how pretty it is or, or whatever. Just do it. It's like, okay, Noah, you know, you finally annoyed me enough. I'm going to do it. Um, And I, you know, I had that fear kind of component. Well, how am I going to do an online product? And is it going to be good enough? And are people going to hate it? And they're going to hate me. And, you know, all those things we tell ourselves. Um, And uh, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. We're going to do online workshops. It's going to be three weeks. I like to teach people. I like to talk to people. I like that one-on-one interaction. Um, I know when I buy online video courses, sometimes I get through it. Sometimes it collecting virtual dust because I just can never get around to it. I actually bought a program from Noah just like that. It's collecting dust. Um, and I didn't want my program to be that way. I wanted people to be able to use it and, and to get results from it and, you know, to, to implement it if that's what they were interested in. So I started off, um, I had it with 10 people um, and it was online and we met online uh, through, you know, like an online meeting space. And I did my Pinterest training. We met once a week over three weeks. Um, I charged $47 because I really didn't know how it was going to go. I didn't know if I could use the meeting thing right. I didn't know anything. It's like Noah said I needed to do this. So I'm doing it. So Noah, if it fails, it's your fault. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And if it fails, so what? You know, I mean, I've learned to say that a lot. So what? We just get up and try again. You know, I mean, it's hysterical. I have a friend who just said that to me about something. She's like, yeah, you're nervous. So what? <laughs> so what? Yeah. Move on. It's only, yeah. Next. What's, what's big picture doesn't really matter. Um, so it's like, well, we'll try it. And it went really, really well. Um, I got some great feedback and, you know, for 47 bucks, they're not going to get the world served on a silver platter. Cause that's all, you know, but I thought I gave them way more value than what, you know, was $47 worth. So I thought I was giving them, you know, a good deal there. Um, and I learned a lot and I did it again and I doubled the price. Um, when I did it the first time next year and then I brought on a partner and, or this year, I guess. And, um, I brought on a partner and we added a lot more content. We refined it, we polished it and we went from something you would kind of, you know, get for $47 to something now you're paying $247 for and still way more value than what I, you know, you're paying for because we've added so many features and refined it so much, but it's, I'm growing it slowly, but it's, it's, it's going really well. It's still the same approach. Uh, we've upped it to 20 participants in the class. Um, but it's great. And, you know, they have a community that I'm building around that. And they're all part of a Facebook group together. And people are talking and sharing ideas. And it's it's been great. Yeah, well, you've gotten some great testimonials. It's something that people are, you know, I love that three week window, too, because it doesn't feel so daunting. And it's like, okay, I can implement stuff. I can follow this for three weeks. It's it's not it's not overly committing yourself to say a year program or something. And they're getting results. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, We could maybe stretch it out to even four or five weeks. But like you just said, I think it's just too daunting. It's too much to dedicate to one thing. Um, So we try to put the absolute best what you need into the into the three weeks. It's an hour and a half session each night. Um, it's, they happen on Wednesday nights right now. We're kind of thinking of maybe changing up the the day and time to get, you know, people to participate at other times. But if you can, I mean, I understand schedules are scheduled and life happens. Um, then there's videos that you can go back and watch, you know, and and they'll be recorded. And and then you'll, if you can't make it, you can watch the videos, you know, so there is, there is that part to it too. So when does that open again, just for the listeners to get on the list? Yeah, the next, uh, there is a waiting list right now. Um, the last one did sell out and we will be opening it up again at the end of July. I'm making a move across country right now. Um, so things are just a little bit up in the air as far as schedule. And like I said, family comes first. Um, so once I get them all settled in our new home in South Carolina, um, then we'll, we'll, we'll come back to the business, um, you know, of, of having the workshop start up again. And we're looking at the end of July, beginning of August for the next one. Okay, awesome. And everybody make sure to listen to the end of the show. So I'll have a link where you can go get on the waiting list if you're interested in the course too. Um, So in in terms of an online business, and 
you jumped into this, I mean, not willy nilly, but I mean, you really just said, I'm going to give it a go, right? So what would you recommend to somebody who wanted to start an online business, you know, especially around, I mean, it's, I love that Pinterest was a really new platform and you just got into it. So you have any recommendations for anybody who wants to do something similar? Yeah. I mean, I guess the way I started, I didn't know what I wanted to do. You know, it was supposed to be oncology, nursing based, whatever, but I just started something and the business kind of found me. Um, so be open to opportunities, you know, don't think that you have to find that perfect product or that perfect niche to, you know, to sell or to, to write about or to have a, you know, online site about, um, just, just start something and then you can pivot and change, you know, um, what happens if Pinterest goes away tomorrow? I need to have a plan B. Well, I have a plan B, you know, so I'm, I'm ready for that. But it doesn't mean that once you, you start something that you have to have to stay committed to that. So be flexible, but get something started. God, that is the best advice. It's just go do it. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah just like Noah says. Just get started with it. Um, do you have any favorite, you know, like a WordPress plugin or what are some of the tools you use for Pinterest? Uh, yeah, I do have a favorite Pinterest plugin, uh, which is for the pin it button. Uh, it's called Pinterest pin it button. <laughs> um, but pin it is within quotes. That's what differentiates it from the other ones in WordPress. Um, and it's made by Phil Dirksen, D-R-K-S-E-N. Um, and what I really, really like about it is that it's really easy to use. And what's most importantly, the best feature of it is that you can customize the pin descriptions. Um, so when you use a pin it button on somebody's site, um, it can work a lot of different ways depending on where it comes from and, you know, where it pulls the data from and all that technical stuff that I don't know anything about. Uh, but it could pull the image name or the, the blog title name. It could pull all sorts of stuff. Um, and that may or may not be what you want. Or it might not pull anything and allow the user to make up the description. Well, as we've kind of been mentioned a couple of times in our conversation, Pinterest is a search tool. So you need to think about it like Google. So SEO, we need search engine optimization of Google, I mean, of, of Pinterest, just like we do for Google. Um, so keywords really need to be in your pin description. And I need to decide what those best keywords are for my content, for my business. I don't necessarily want, you know, my user or the users or the visitors to come by the site and pin it and put, you know, a description like good information. Nobody searches for good information to find Pinterest content, you know. Um, so the the WordPress plugin allows me to customize that that pin description to however I want. And then also the, it now has the option to include other social sharing buttons. So it's like kind of an all in one thing. That is friggin brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to be all over that plugin and I will do a video, guys. So just <laughs> I, I'm planning. To, I, I'm all over that because I, that is just that's amazing. I mean, there's so much information about, you know, which SEO plugin to use and you get to dictate the metadata for what shows up in Google. Well, this this one does it just for Pinterest for the pin it button. And then I do use Yoast for the metadata overall for, you know, other things. So yeah, but I'm just, you know, I was just adding that. I mean, how brilliant. And I think because truly, I, I don't think I, I really looked at Pinterest. Um, I feel like I'm telling like in this private one on one. So all you guys listening should be feeling that too. What a huge tip. So thank you for sharing that. Because I, I, I think by being able to di dictate that, oh my gosh, I know that when I repin stuff, there are times I've just pinned it because I like it and I don't want to forget the image or whatever. And I don't change the text. And I'm like, okay, well, I wouldn't have said that. Someone's like, oh, my new love or whatever, you know, <laughs> I'm all you ding dong. So personally, if it's if it's, you know, a quality description, that's beneficial to me, but it's also going to be beneficial then, like you said, with the keywords to the audience. Uh, that is outstanding. I am all over exactly. that. And and if you're building your Pinterest account for your for a business, you're not building it for yourself. You're building it for your followers, um, which I like to think of your Pinterest, your business account as an extension of your site, as an extension of your customer service. So if you leave those pin descriptions and they're not helpful, they're not searchable, you're doing a disservice to your followers and the people that could potentially follow you, click through, um, see that you have great stuff, follow you and click through onto your site and, you you know, use your product or service. So um, yeah, changing the pin description and for a little while there, and I still kind of play with it, even if it is a good description, I'll change a word around, I'll take away the period, I'll add a smiley face, I'll do something because Pinterest seems to kind of, I tend to get more repins from the pins that I do change the content, the, the pin description, the content on than the ones I just leave alone. Because it's probably similar in terms of search, all of a sudden, it's like this is original content. Mm hmm. God, that's great. A question for you in terms of a personal account and a business account, because Pinterest has business accounts, right? Yes. So what are your thoughts on that? I, I, I've never set up a business account. I've got my URL on my my account and I've got boards and stuff and don't know that I want to maintain two. So what are your thoughts yeah. on that? 
Um, so if you are using Pinterest in any way, shape or form to promote your business, which would be blog content or podcast episodes, because then you want them to be kind of marketing tools for you for your services, um, then you're violating their terms of service. Um, Uh so you should have a business account. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And business accounts just got added last year. So, um, you know, that's, there's a lot of people out there still doing that and there might be a day that they come and crack down, but I know I have known of, of people's, uh, Pinterest accounts getting shut down for violating terms of service. Um, so I would want to be careful with that. Um, and, and you can go to business.pinterest.com and they'll ask you, there's like a little bot, a little text there, you know, if you want to join as a business or already have an account, just click convert here and you can convert your account. It's as simple as logging in in a click. Um, so it's oh, not, so it's not a matter. It's not a matter of like having to keep everything on the other account. It's just simply converting my, my personal account to a business account. If it's, if you want to, you don't have to, you can still have your personal account where you can pin, you know, all the things that you find interesting and love and, you know, want to know more about, you know, personally. Um, if you want to start a separate business one where you keep it just, you know, more focused on your business, you can still share personal stuff because you are your business. Um, but you may not want to pin the same kinds of things. You know, I, I only have one account. Um, because it, mine started as a personal account and I had a decent following. So I didn't want to lose any of that and my and my business. So I'm okay with sharing with you that I like to bake a lot of chocolate chip cookies and eat them <laughs> all with, you know, a nice red glass of wine, a glass of red wine. And, you know, because that's who makes me me and I'm okay with sharing that. That isn't the focus of my account. I put more emphasis and pin more onto my business related boards and that other personal stuff is, is kind of pushed towards the bottom. You know, I mentioned we're making a big move here pretty soon. So we're researching our new area. We're um, looking at houses and I'm pinning all of that to private boards, which only I have access to or me and my husband and soon our realtor will have access to. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Realtor is going to use Pinterest whether she likes it or not. Uh, (laughs) You may may find a new client for yourself with that. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. There's a method to my madness. Um, Yeah. I pretty much approach social media similarly in that, you know, even with Twitter, it's, 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 it's under my name and that's how I started it. So I, I don't really pin a lot of stuff that I wouldn't want anyone to see or like I would do it on a private board. So I think I will, I'll probably just convert mine to a business account. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, it's that easy. That's great. So we're winding down, but I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your podcast and, and obviously I'm a huge fan too of podcasting. So what is it really, you, you mentioned a little bit that it exploded your business. Can you talk on that a little bit more? Well, I think, um, you know, we're, we're bombarded with so much content online that we, you know, we're, we're skimmers. We just kind of read, okay, yeah, but that's a good site with that's with good content. But do I really necessarily know that it's that person writing that content? Um, you know, very rarely do I say, oh, who wrote this article on Mashable? You know, I know it's Mashable, but I don't necessarily know the writer's name. Um, so I think that the podcast helped me stand up because people can hear my voice. And when we hear somebody's voice, we make a completely different emotional connection. We all read words in our own voice and our own, you know, kind of reading, you know, voice in our mind. But when we hear somebody's voice, you can hear, you know, my accent. You can hear where I'm kind of where I'm from and, you know, how my voice carries, you know. When I laugh, does it annoy you? Do you like it? You know, whatever. You can make a different kind of connection with a person. And, you know, my con- my, my podcast is about 30 to 40 minutes long. So that's about 30 to 40 minutes of, of getting to know me. Um, so I think uh, that has really helped people to kind of connect with me on a different level um, than, you know, so when they when I tweet, then they'll hear me or when, you know, I put on post on Facebook or even if they, they read the blog and listen to the podcast, then they know that, you know, can kind of tell a little bit from my personality, which comes out a lot more in our speech than it does in our writing. Um, you know, what, what I was meaning or, you know, how I would kind of say that with a little snarky grin or, or whatever. Um, so <laughs> snarky is one of my favorite words. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I use it a lot. yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, so I think that's, that was what really made the difference with the podcast. And, you know, it's instead of just be, you know, a couple of minutes on my site, you know, reading through the blog post or watching the video or whatever, well, I make us the videos kind of like it. Um, you know, they spend a lot more time listening to me in podcasts, you know, when they're, you know, driving to work or, uh, you know, this guy told me he he has like four fireplaces in England um, that he has to keep, you know, stocked over the wintertime. So he'll go out and to his barn and chop wood and listen to my podcast. It's like, OK, you know, let another lady rides her horse. So they're doing things within their lives while they're listening to me. So I think that kind of helps a long way to grow, you know, kind of build a connection through a podcast. 
Yeah, people. Well, I've I've heard that too. Where people say, "I hear your voice now when I read your post." Yeah, because yeah. they listen to the podcast, and so they get sort of. It's just the different intonations you use, and and all of that. And you'll get a lot of God. I feel like I know you. <laughs> yes, yes, which is is kind of unusual sometimes, but kind of cool, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's one of those. It's like, all right, we're living in a, a new world. You know, people feel like they know you because they listen to you. And and again, I love it. I I you know, I'm in the car. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm at the gym. I walk, whatever, anytime that I can, I definitely, that's what I love about podcasting is you can take it with you wherever you go. <laughs> yes. Very portable. So last thing, and I didn't, well, I didn't give you any uh, heads up on any of the questions, so I'm not going to phrase that this way, but um, this is just a fun one. Is there anything fun about yourself that people may not know that you'd like to share? Um, anything fun about myself, um, aside that I have two sets of twins and that I podcast and my daughter podcasts and she blogs and I blog and all that kind of stuff. I think that's kind of fun. I love um, that. Yeah. My 17 year old works for me a lot and she's getting into video and is going to study it in college. So I'm like, nice. all right, you're getting hired. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, she actually was a blogger before I was a blogger and, but then I was a podcaster before she was a podcaster. So I got her there. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you know, we, we, love to travel. So I love, I love, love, love trying new foods. Love it. Um, you know, it's like, you want to try this? It's squiggly. It wiggles. Sure. Let's give it a shot. So that yeah. is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a wimp with that stuff. And I'm like, the older I get, the better I get, but I don't know that I could eat anything wiggly. That's fine. That's great. <laughs> so Cynthia, thank you so much. I have just adored this conversation. It's been a ton of fun, super educational. And, um, you know, Congratulations on the move and the business. I think it's just, it's fantastic. I, I think your story is something to inspire a lot of people. Thank you very, very much. So I've got a question for you. What would your business and life look like if instead of working in your business, you could spend time working on your business? Do you ever feel like you're stuck in the time for money trap? I know I was. I hit a wall and I wasn't sure which direction to go in. All of a sudden, it felt like I'd created a job for myself. I knew I needed leverage to take my business to the next level. I wanted to focus my time and energy on the things I loved doing and was great at, which meant things had to change. So I built a team, created passive income, and decided to really start showing up in my business. If this sounds like you, then take it from someone who has been where you are. You can absolutely shift things, and you can do it quickly. I've created a program where not only do you connect with like-minded entrepreneurs, but we create a strategy for your business. And I'm a firm believer in doing things uniquely as yourself. So this is no you know, system where I plug you in and we follow the steps. It's for you and your business. And the bonus is that I'm gonna give you the team to do the work you don't wanna do. To learn more about working with me, go to the WPChickPodcast.com, enter your email, watch the video, and then let's chat. It's a free strategy session, one-on-one, just you and I. Again, that link is the WPChickPodcast.com, and I look forward to talking with you. Leave me a comment, and if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. That helps a lot, but I would love a review in iTunes. It just takes a few minutes. Go over to, you know, you can subscribe in iTunes. Um, there is a link on the show note, but just look for the WordPress Chick Podcast. You can search it um, and leave a review, and um, we will be talking soon. 